I climbed a mountain with a friend I made on the internet, and things went terribly wrong. So at the time, I had been friends with this person for about four years on the internet. He was coming down from a different province, and we made plans to hang out while he was in town. I live in a fairly small town that doesn't have a lot to do most of the time, and the middle of summer was no exception. So I decided to take him to the mountain I climb because the view is beautiful, and I just enjoy climbing personally. Getting to the mountain was good. We hiked through the woods for a bit before climbing up. We took the safer path to climb, but it's still really steep. And there's a part where you have to use a rope just to get up the mountain. Once you're on top of the mountain though, it's all easy trails. So we eventually make it up to the top, and we're up there for a while, taking in the view and talking about what to do afterwards. We decided to hit up Tim Hortons for coffee and go to the lake after we climb down. Here's where the problems start. We get to the part of the mountain where we climb down, and I had just taken my first few steps to grab a tree for a handhold, and my foot slips. I go bouncing, tumbling, and rolling. Probably quite the sight for my friend down this mountain. I went a good 80 feet rolling and bouncing along the rocks to the base of the mountain. I laid still for a moment, making sure I was still alive before standing up. My friend's yelling to see if I'm okay, as I look myself over and ask him to bring me my shoe that came off when I fell. Needless to say, I went to the hospital to get checked out. I had bruised ribs, inflamed some cartilage, had some nerve damage in a small patch on my leg, and a lot of bumps and bruises. I still have the picture of all my injuries, and my friend is slightly traumatized. At least our first person hangout is unforgettable for the most part. I'm not going to lie, when I read the title of this story, I thought it was going in a completely different direction. I think falling down a mountain is a lot better of a situation than what could have happened when you're meeting someone on the internet for the first time. So in all honesty, as horrible as it sounds, I'm kind of glad that the surprise for this story was just that the original poster fell down a mountain. Because if what I thought was going to happen actually did happen, I would be horribly upset. But I've actually done something like this similar. I was in Boy Scouts as a kid, and as we were climbing up this steep incline, one of the other Boy Scouts in front of me let loose a rock, and this watermelon-sized boulder smashed into the side of my hip. It hurt like crazy at the time, but we just kept going. I never did tell my parents about it. Overall, this could have been a lot worse, so I think this person got off lucky just having some bruised ribs and some bumps and bruises overall. I turned down my friend of almost four years, and he snapped on me. I've been close with him for four years, and I trusted him, so I honestly don't know what to say right now. He invited me to his aunt's wedding as a plus one. I agree because I knew his family. It was more people there than I expected or even knew, and I was getting some stares, but my friend kept me comfortable, and the guests that I talked to were really nice. It was an open bar, and my friend had a few drinks. I did too, but not too much, since I wanted to be aware of my surroundings. I danced with him, took a lot of pictures, and he introduced me to some people. I could hear a few people tell him I was pretty, like we were dating, and it threw me off. I decided to leave early because I felt weird, but he stopped me and sort of confessed his feelings for me. He told me that he loved me and that he wanted to be with me. He tried to give me a hug and I normally would, but this time I felt super uncomfortable. I rejected him and he just got quiet. I offered to drive him home and that's when he snapped on me. He said that there's only one reason that anyone would want to be with me. He then went on this terrible tirade, talking about all this stuff that I've told him in private, using it against me. I froze because part of me didn't register it and I didn't want to believe that this is what he was actually doing. He was using my insecurities against me, that I had confided in him. When he saw I was upset, he told me to go. The next day, he texted me like everything was normal. When I told him what he said, he tried to play it off like he was just drunk and saying stuff. Then he said I was overthinking about it. Then he said he was thinking about someone else and apologized. I'm confused and I want to give him the benefit of the doubt since he isn't like that, but it hurts. I love him, but it's messed up. Should I forgive him? I just don't know how I feel. The guy in this story is a scumbag. He used private information
information about this lady just to use it against her after she rejected him. And good on her for rejecting him. Clearly, there's some serious red flags that she picked up on without him even having to mention it. He sounds like the type of guy where when he doesn't get his way, he's going to start throwing a temper tantrum. This type of person doesn't just burn a bridge down between people. He's the person throwing gasoline on the bridge and lighting it himself. And it's really gross that he tried to pretend like none of this was a big deal the next day. He said some hurtful things, and this is just absolutely unacceptable. If I was her, I would cut communications off with this guy almost immediately. Clearly, he's super toxic, and she does not need this in her life. I'm divorcing my wife because she wants to terminate our first child. My wife and I have been married for four years, and about six months ago, we started trying to have a baby. We both wanted a baby and felt like we were ready for a child. About two months ago, my wife found out she was pregnant. At first, we were both extremely happy when we found out, or so I thought. But after we visited our doctor to confirm the pregnancy, my wife suddenly switched up. She started telling me that she had doubts about having this baby and having children in general. She started saying that she didn't want to alter her body in a way that would leave permanent marks and go through the difficulty of pregnancy. She also started saying that she isn't sure that she wants someone who is going to hold her back for 18 years of her life. At first, I started by reassuring her about her doubts. I told her that I would help her in every step of the way of her pregnancy and that I will make sure she is always taken care of and that I will always be by her side the whole time and that she isn't going to go through this alone. I also told her that a child is not only a beautiful sign of our love for each other, but that we will have amazing experiences with this child. I also tried to reassure her that she won't be alone in raising our child and that I'll be there for them for every single step and that I will support my family for the rest of my life. She still didn't feel like she wanted to have the baby. To try and resolve these issues, I even set up a meeting for couples counseling to talk about this problem. After I asked her numerous times to come to couple counseling together and her refusing, she finally came. During the two sessions, we tried to clear up the doubts she was having and I tried to reassure her of my support. I also made it clear that if we terminated the pregnancy, that I would not be able to stay in this marriage. Her feelings still didn't change and she still felt like she didn't want to have the baby. For the past couple of weeks, we've been arguing about about this. I keep trying to reassure her, but her feelings still didn't change. She told me that it is her decision whether she wants to go through the pregnancy or not. That is 100% true. It is her decision, her body, her choice. But that does not mean I have to accept her decision within the confinement of our marriage. I respect whatever decisions she decides to make, but her decision does have consequences for our marriage. I was confused because we both agreed that we felt ready and wanted kids. She said that she didn't think it through all the way. I know she is allowed to change her mind and change her decision on the pregnancy, but I don't think I can accept it and continue my marriage. Yesterday, she gave me the heartbreaking news that she is going to terminate her pregnancy. I made the final attempt to change her mind, but she was adamant about her decision. I told her that I will support her through this process, but I will be filing for divorce afterwards. She started crying and telling me that our marriage doesn't have to end. I know that I'll never be able to love her like I used to if she does this, and that I'll always resent her for it, so getting the divorce is our only best option. I am normally a very rational and strong person in terms of character, but I have never experienced emotions like these. I feel like I'm totally numb inside and my world is completely shifted. How can I deal with my grief in this situation? This is a really sad story. This man is not only losing his wife, but he's losing his future child. I can understand why he feels upset. Having a kid is one of those things that you gotta absolutely make sure you're ready for. If you're not ready to have kids, you should not try to have kids. And this is a perfect case of that. 
It's a little too late not to want the child after you're already pregnant. It sounds like the lady in the story clearly didn't think this through. And it's devastating to see that the result of this is going to be her losing not only her husband, but also her unborn child. I really feel for this family, and I hope they find the solutions that they're looking for. My boyfriend wants us to sell our house and live in a van. Yep. My boyfriend wants us to sell our house, buy a van, live in the van, and travel around the country. We've been together for four years. Before we met, he was a car salesman at a Ford dealership. He was like a stupid good salesman. He sold the most cars out of anyone else in his dealership the first year when he was just 22. By the time he was 25, he was the best in the region. Literally sold cars nonstop, but he got bored of it. So he bought a secondhand thrift store when he was 25. I met him three years later when he was 28, and I was 25, because I went to his thrift store to look for some plates for my apartment and I literally fell in love within 20 minutes. I think I ended up spending like three hours in his store just talking to him. We went on a date a week later. He stayed the night at my apartment and he pretty much never left. His lease was up two months after we met and then he just moved in with me. When my lease was up five months later, we bought a house together. So basically, we're both impulsive and stupid but living with him these past three and a half years have been the best years of my life. We cannot get enough of each other. About a year and a half ago, I left my teaching job to work in a shop and travel with them. We spent about half our time driving around the country, picking up new items for the store. It's been weirdly successful as far as a thrift store goes. I think this is because we drive literally anywhere to get new items, and the other stores around us rely almost entirely on donations, so we always have cool new stuff and lots of repeat customers. He just came to me the other day and was like, we should sell the house, let's get a big van and we'll live in it, and we can just travel 24-7. He loves traveling, I love traveling, but I cannot imagine selling our house and living in a van. I never imagined I'd live a life with so much traveling, and I definitely never thought I'd be willingly homeless. We would basically just be driving around, picking up things for the store, and then shipping items back, or taking them back to the store. There's only two other full-time employees, and two part-time employees that would take care of everything else. I'm not worried about being in a small space with them. We spend like every waking second together. I just don't like the idea of being homeless. It wouldn't be permanent, he said. Just a few years so he could say we did it. I didn't travel at all until I was 21, so I'm still very new to all of this. So I honestly don't know what to do. Should I sell my home? Am I dating a crazy person? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I don't think you're dating a crazy person. I just think you're dating somebody who is very ambitious. They clearly found something that they love. They love you and they love their business. And they want to find reasons to get out and travel more. The original poster goes on to say that the guy in this story had been traveling since he was 16. So it's understandable that he has this itch to want to get out and see the world some more. But to sell your house, that's a big commitment. So much already goes into buying a house as it is. But to then willingly give that up just to live in a van is a big lifestyle change. You will never have pride private space again if you live in a van with someone else. There's never going to be a room you can retreat to just to have some alone time. It sounds like these two get along really well. They love being around each other and they're clearly in love, but I'm worried this might put a wedge between them because nothing brings out someone's true feelings like going on a road trip. My wife hates it when I have fun. I got married two and a half years ago. We've been together for seven years before that. We've been having some issues lately. So if my wife comes into my room or in the house and sees me sitting, relaxing, or playing Xbox, she will 
will start making chores for me to do and sometimes I'll literally already have done them just to get me away from these things. I used to do them all no question, but the more I think about it, the less I want to or feel inclined to do it. For example, she is not a morning person, so I usually take care of our son from 8 o'clock in the morning until noon, which isn't what we agreed on in the beginning and really is doing a toll on me not being able to sleep, but she genuinely doesn't care. Anyway, this morning when we heard him get up, she started barking at me to go get him, which is weird because I always get him in the morning. I tell her I'm tired, and I get up and I go get my son. My son has this thing where he pulls me in the crib and wants me to lay with him, and I complied. He's smiling and giggling as we're just talking to each other. She walks in and says, You know you're 185 pounds, and you can't be laying in that bed? She also said this right before she went straight back to bed, so she literally only said this to me just to be mean. I replied, Well, babe, you laid in the crib with him three three nights ago. Isn't that the same thing? She says, you weigh 180 pounds, then proceeds to tell me I'm the biggest regret of her life and should have never married me. Why? She literally always tells me I do nothing. I clean up literally every mess my boy makes. Like I follow him and clean as he's playing because she freaks out when she wakes up and there's a mess from him playing. Claims I should clean behind him as he plays to ensure a clean house. It's like everything is an issue and nothing is good enough. Also, let me just add that we are financially financially stable. I make the money and she just spends it. I really don't know why she is so disgusted with me. Granted, I have issues, but I don't hit her. I don't cheat. I think I'm a good father. I just really can't find out what her problem is. This is a tragic situation because it sounds like the wife is just absolutely not engaged in this relationship, let alone in being a mother. I'm not saying that she has to be involved with her kid 24-7, but it sounds like she just doesn't want to take care of him at all. I'm sure there's two sides to this coin, but from what's being described, this is really sad. There's a lot of red flags here, especially her saying that her husband is the biggest regret of her life. What a terrible thing to say to somebody. He should honestly be concerned that his marriage is probably in danger. Couples therapy needs to happen like right away so she can talk about what's going on and start on the road of repairing some kind of relationship. From what I've read, it looks like the guy's trying to be a good father and he's just trying to take care of his kid, but his wife is really not chipping in and helping in the slightest. So in all honesty, these two better work their problems out or else a divorce is probably incoming. My significant other tried to unalive me in my sleep and now I am terrified of him. So me and my boyfriend are currently living together and sleep in the same bed. Sometimes he talks in his sleep and it has happened before that he got up and walked around while asleep but not for a long time now. Last night an incident occurred that really terrified me. I woke up to him frantically grabbing the bed sheets and wrapping his arms around me from behind. At first I thought he was going in for a hug but then he put me in a chokehold and tried to suffocate me with the bedsheet. Once I realized that this was not a joke or anything like that, I managed to free myself from his grip, but for a few seconds I really thought that I wouldn't be able to and that was very scary. Then I pushed him off me and asked what he was doing. He just held the bedsheet tightly in his arms and didn't reply. Then I asked if he was trying to hurt me or something. He replied no in a confused tone and just went back to sleep. I was lying in bed after this terrified of what might happen once I fall asleep again. It's not like I think he actually wants to hurt me, but I was scared of him doing it while he was asleep by accident. The next morning I asked him about the incident and he laughed about it. He didn't really take my fear seriously. Then he said he remembers me waking him up and asking him whether he wanted to hurt her and being confused. Now I don't really know what to do. I'm afraid of sleeping in the same bed with him again. We've been together for three years and this has never happened before. He has hit me and slapped me in his sleep before, but it was never this 
this scary. This is a really scary situation, especially since the guy doesn't realize that he's doing this. It sounds like he needs some kind of sleep study to see exactly what's going on in his head. The lady in this story is totally justified feeling afraid. She could have been seriously hurt or worse by this. I'm not even sure if a sleep study of any kind could help figure this out, but something has to be done. But on the other side of this coin, his sleep activity isn't the biggest issue. In my honest opinion, the biggest issue is how he reacted once he was fully awake. The fact that he was dismissive about what happened and didn't really care about what she thought and about how afraid she was when this was occurring is actually really bad. That's a really big red flag. And if I were her, I probably would not want to stay with someone like that. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe for more. Turn on notifications so you never miss a video.